Good afternoon, my name is Madison. I have actually started up this series, I'm going to call it the Leadership Series, and I want to just share my experience about what I have witnessed in various different leadership roles. I have seen these through school, through an organization I belong to, and just in life. I also want to put out that these are just based off experiences and nothing I say is the correct answer. Um, leadership is different for everyone out there and it's such a broad term that everyone's going to approach it differently. So I want to make sure that you don't take this and you're like, oh, she said this, she said this. Instead, I want you to take your own spin on it and apply it to yourself and make it your own. I don't have a PhD in this kind of stuff. I don't have a degree, whatever you want to call it. I don't have it. I just have experience and a very creative mind to talk about it. So with podcast one, I kind of want to talk about mentorship and failure and how they go hand in hand. To be a mentor, you need to be able to understand people. You need to be able to have that empathy and have that compassion, but you also need to be able to present yourself in a very professional attitude and know when it's appropriate to do something and know when it's not. There's this very common saying that's praise in public, correct in private. Now what that means is if something is going right with someone or something or someone is doing something incredibly well, you want to call it out in public. You want to say, hey, you're doing a great job, you know, you really improved and you want to make sure that these people are recognized for what they're doing. You don't want to skip over it and then come back to it a month later when it means nothing. On the other hand, correcting in private, when something goes wrong, you want to pull the per- person aside at the appropriate time and make sure you're talking about it. You want to see where they think they went wrong and then where they actually went wrong. You want to talk to them about it and be like, hey, we can't be doing this. Because if you aren't doing this, if you aren't praising in public, correcting in private, you're going to have a disaster on your hands within a matter of seconds. People aren't going to want to do their work, which in hand puts inexperienced people in different positions and everything is just going to go wrong. So as a mentor, you want to make sure that you're actually talking with your people, knowing your people, knowing what they're doing, what they're struggling with, everything like that. You need to be a people person to be a mentor. But you also have to stress the factor that failure is part of the learning curve. And I know a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't fail in life, you can't fail in life, but you have to fail in life if you want to get somewhere. You have to make sure that you're using failure as a learning tool, and you're using it to make sure that you're growing as a person, you're growing as a leader of yourself, maybe a leader of others later in the future. But why are people so scared of failing? I've asked myself this question a lot through the organization I belong to, and I've found that a lot of people are scared of failing because they're they're afraid of falling behind, they're afraid of starting over, and they're afraid of people judging them. There could be many more factors to this, but this is just what I've seen. But people need to understand that to succeed, you need to fail. You need to make mistakes. You need to mess up a little bit and be like, okay, let's take a step back, how can I fix this? As a mentor, you don't necessarily want to set someone up for failure. You don't want to give someone a task that ultimately just put them in a bad position. 
you want to give them a task you know they can kind of handle but need to grow on, and if they fail, they can come to you and be like, can we talk about this? You want them to fail because you want them to grow and understand that it's okay to make mistakes, but you have to get back up on your high horse and you have to keep riding. So failure is a tool used for learning. It's kind of like when you walk into a college setting and you said, yeah, I'm going to ace this test even though I'm winging it. That's not necessarily the case unless it's a pretty simple class, kind of like a high school art class. So you fail this test and you sit back on your seat and you look at the windows and you kind of think, well, how am I going to get past this? It's actually quite simple. You could do what you didn't do last time. You could study more. You could actually do the review sheets. You can go to supplemental instruction. You could do everything you didn't do and honestly learn that you need to do those things if you want to succeed in that classroom. You can go to the professor and be like, I need extra help if you aren't understanding it. But you need to do what you didn't do to get past that failure. And that failure is teaching you, I need to study more. I need to do the review more. I need to go see the professor more. Don't fear the failure you're witnessing. You should be able to welcome it in and accept it. And a lot of mentors will tell you that as well. They'll tell you that you need to bring that into your life. You need to honestly let the failure be there and grow from it. A good quote that I really, really like is... Falling down is an accident. Staying down is a choice. I'll try to make sure I post these podcasts around every Friday and they're going to be relatively short. But never be afraid to get back up and try again. Everyone makes mistakes. You're going to witness failure, but you'll get past it. But never make the choice to stay on the ground.